What's going on, good people? Welcome back to Paperbacks and Soundtracks. We are your hosts, the Chibata Boys. And I'm the Magic Man. And as always, I got my brother from another with me. What up, K? Hey, man, yo, it feels good to hear that intro, man. <laughs> you deliver it the same way every time, man. It, it just puts me in a zone, man. It's like, it's like you know, like Phil Jackson giving Michael Jordan pet talk. Pet That's talk, right. You know? you know what I'm saying? That's exactly yeah. how it is, man. You know, and yeah. it, it's got an extra oomph to it. You know what I'm saying? We took a couple weeks off, you know, well-needed rest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I'm, yeah, I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I, you know what I'm saying? I was, I guess we could go into it, man. Yo, yeah, over this, over, over this time, man, you know, over the last couple of weeks, um, I had my bachelor party, mm-hmm. you know. Went out to, to Miami, you know, was you know, having having a gang of fun out there, you know. Yeah. And yeah, man. And you know, the fun got extended to two days. So I ended up trapped <laughs> in Florida because you know, so I'm hearing different things, right, about okay. this, right? So my flight got canceled, right? Like mm-hmm. on some last minute, like about to hop in the car type shit to go over there. Wow. To go to the airport to come home, you know, and my flight got canceled. Damn! And I was like, so you know, the day, the trip got extended. It, it, it just, you know, it, it, apparently they said supposedly that that um, a bolt of lightning or something hit a, a tower Damn. somewhere. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, they said that supposedly a bolt of lightning that the weather in New Jersey was bad. Meanwhile, I was talking to Chrissy the whole time, and she's like, "Yo, like shows me outside, and it's like not even raining or anything." Oh, then in Florida, in Florida, it wasn't raining or anything neither. It was nice as hell out. Where where were you? Where were you at in Florida? Like, where were you uh, flying out of? Like Fort Lauderdale and all that? Nah, I was flying out of I was flying out of Sarasota. Okay, is that like near Tampa or something like that, or? Yeah, that's all, it's like, like in, the lightning capital of the world, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like in the middle. It's like okay. in the middle. It's like, it's like if I go one way, it's going towards like Miami and all that. If I go got you. this way, it's like going to going to Tampa. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, man. So I ended up getting my trip extended, man. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So. Sitting out the smoke signals to K. I'm like, hey, bro, you still over there? Yeah, <laughs> man, did you did you get back over? No, what happened, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, if, if anybody documented, saw my, like, you know, if you guys follow me on social media, man, I, yeah. I, I pretty much documented everything from the moment, <laughs> the moment I got to the airport. To, really? Yeah. So, yeah, man. Oh, man. And before I go any further, just because it's fresh in my mind, man, mm-hmm. I got to shout out the good folks at uh, Geeks Unleashed, man. Oh yeah, how was that, yeah. man? Yeah, man. So, a little backstory, man. You know, September, I was at a Yankee game, Yankees Mets, mm-hmm. and I got hit up by by Mark. Yeah, and he was like, "Yo, I'm coming out to coming out to New York, April. Would love to get up with you, have a drink, yeah. let's go to Midtown, everything." And uh, so this Saturday, it came up that he was out here and everything. He remembered, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Yo, come out. Yo, we're going to." We're going to be at uh, Midtown Comics. Yo, I didn't know that Midtown Comics closes at 9. I ended up missing the, the you know, the Midtown Comics. Oh, wow, again. So, yeah, and I, I remember back in, like, you know, pre-COVID, they were open 24 hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I didn't know yeah. that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember one time I was in New York. It was, like, 12 o'clock, and I was like, yo, this is open. Let's go see it. Where? And went, and, you know, so... You know, um, met Jasmine too. Jasmine was there. Nice. Also. Shout out to them. Yeah, man. yeah. Good people. Oh, remember the, the the two dudes that that they had us on for their year or hundredth episode? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for, I forgot what that celebration was for, but I think it was their. Those, I think it was their hundredth episode or something like that. Or their yeah, yeah. two year anniversary or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Big Herm and um, and Fable. Man, met those guys, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah. I didn't know you guys were, were New York guys. And, you know, Fable's from the Bronx. Herm is from like Long Island. I was like, yo, what the hell? Nice. I was like, yo, I didn't know you guys were were were, were you know New Yorkers, East man. Coasters. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that, man. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, it was a cool time, man. I, I met up with them. It was funny because I was I thought it was like a line outside of 
Midtown, and yeah. it was just people that just got kicked out, basically. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. So you know, went oh, had some drinks, man. Had a good time. You know, they were cool as hell. They're, it was yeah. dope to meet them, like you know, I guess in 3D. You know, so. right, right, right. I'm glad you got yeah, to do yeah, that, yeah. man. Represent for for the paperbacks and soundtracks crew, man. I wish I could have been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. All we did, they, they asked about you. They're like, man, we're, we're, they're like, ah, oh, man, Amir doesn't live out here, right? Nah. And then, you know, we were talking about, like, you know, I was just cracking on Jasmine the whole time because, <laughs> you know, because she doesn't like me because she likes deep dish pizza. What? It's horrible. She, she, yeah, she's she, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> then she's talking about, then, you know, then she was, we were talking about, she was like, I had a bagel today, and I was like, "Yo, you didn't get bacon, egg, and cheese." Bro, they don't. Ketchup. You know they don't have bagels out here like that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Was, no, I know that, that was man. a hard reality for me, bro. Because I love <laughs> me a cinnamon raisin bagel with bacon, uh, egg, and cheese, man. And when I found out that they do not do that out here, like, I mean, they sell them yeah. in the in the stores, but like in Walmart, but that's not the same, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the same. <laughs> that hurts. That's not the same at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same at all. So I was like, yeah, yo, ketchup. I was like, yo, you don't know about bacon, egg, and cheeses out here? And she's like, ketchup? Ketchup on bagels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's telling me about putting, like, sriracha and shit. I was like, yo. Like, bro. I was like, bro, bro, you're talking about you're talking about deep dish pizza and sriracha. Two things listen, that, that that the K-man does not care about. <laughs> listen, they, they everything, bro. They got, like, spicy candy out here, too. Like a lot, like they love it. Like it's weird. Nah. Like it's a it's a totally different world, man. But you know, yeah. to each his own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's it's very different where it comes to the, the things that they like to like snack on out here. Yeah, yeah. It's like way it's different, hella man. hot Cheetos in every store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was funny too because Mark's not from you know he's from England, right? You know, so, right. So it's a big so, difference. So, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a huge difference. Yeah. Like so, we were like talking about that. He was like. Your portions out here, they're so big. He's like, it's not like this. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. Just, yeah, the, man. The, I, the I, had to, I had to take them. Yeah, yeah, man. I had to take them out for some dollar pizza. And, you know, nice. I was like, yo. Nice. I was like, and I had to tell them, I was like, yo, this is I. But if you want the real pizza, you know what I'm saying? I got to take you to, to, to my spot in Brooklyn, man. Right. But, oh, speaking of know. Brooklyn, man. A piece, did you hear about what happened today? So this, uh, is, yes, this I is did. Tuesday, you know, if you're listening when you're listening on Thursday, but yeah, man, they had a whole, you know, whole mass like shooting situation in the subway in Brooklyn. Yeah, like, yeah, it was bad because crazy. Yeah, it was bad because um, the way I found out was the my coworker that was that was sitting next to me. He was like, oh, he thought that someone texted a picture of his son, like, like, like hit up, and I was oh like, my God. And I was like, what are you? And he like ran off. And then he was like, he's like, yo, this picture has way too much blood and all this stuff. And I'm like, looking at him like, like, man, what you into? Yeah. And then it then turns out he's like, oh, big shooting. He was like, there's a big shooting in, in Brooklyn on the train. And then he was like, it's not my kid though. He's like, thank God. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I feel sorry for whoever that is. He's like, yeah. he's like, it wasn't my kid. So yeah, my, my, uh, my sister-in-law works three blocks away from where it happened. So oh I'm really? Like, man, yeah, my cousin, the one that does the music for for the show mm-hmm. and everything, you know, he's in mm-hmm. all over New York, you know. Yeah. But I was hitting him up like, bro, hit me back, <laughs> like, yeah. cause he be in the subway, like he be all, uh-huh. like, he's like a New Yorker now. So it's like, bro, just be safe out there, man. So you know, hot yeah, hot yeah. over at Fog Mob Music. If you want to know who, who does all those wonderful tracks for us, you know, Fog Mob. Yeah, it's a crazy ass beats, man. But yeah, man. yeah, man, it was just crazy, man. It's just crazy that this what this world is coming to. And, yeah. and it just sucks that you know. I mean, it sucks in just in general. But you know what? Crazy that it was a black dude, dude doing it. Yeah, and he had like a gas mask on and shit. Yeah, like, that makes smoke me bombs is, and all that shit. Yeah, like what the fuck is this? Not Batman, bro. Like what the hell, man? Yeah. You know. But what really makes you mad is when the news says that it's uh, it's not a terrorist attack. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, yo, you just that's you just, just a, terror that's a class. <laughs> like that's, that's a class it. book. Like, yeah, that's like the like the class book definition of terrorism. Exactly, it's someone man. going in there put putting people in, in a state of fear. That's what terrorism in a state is. Of that's mass a, terror. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, but I just I just hope you know I wish peace to everybody that was you know you know injured, and I hope everybody recovers you know quickly and and good and 
you know, to all yeah. the family members and people that I still got to take the subway every day to, to work and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. just, you know, I just hope everybody just stays safe and <laughs> it's crazy, man. But, um, you know, so we got, we got, let's get to the show, man. You know, we, we did our, our catch up like we always do. We know you guys, uh, yeah. love, we know you guys love story time with K for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I've been, I've been, I've been needing some story time, man. Hell but, yeah, um, man. So, so we're going to be doing a new, uh, you know, uh, basically a new order for the show. Uh, and, you know, I think it's good to like change things up and everything. So we're, we're going to start the show off with, with uh, check out the melody, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to give you guys more of just some um, uh, listen recommendations, some music recommendations, you know, to start you guys off. So once we get done, you know, with the show, you guys can go check those out along with the stories that we're talking about. But, you know, we're going to kick it off with just some dope music that was the soundtrack, you know, for, for our weekend or for our trips to Florida, you know, while we, <laughs> some of us had to hang out <laughs> in Florida a couple of extra days. So I'm sure the music got you through that, man. So yeah, hey, uh, yeah. kick it off, man. What you got out there that you want to recommend to to the people to check out? Oh, man. So, you know, while I was out there, I had some mail calls, man, or some good hip hop. So it's perfect. So it's fun. perfect that, that that this always works out, man. So the first the first project I have to talk, I believe I talked about it on the show in the beginning of the year when it came out, mm-hmm. when it first came out digitally, but physical product got made for Daniel Sun and Future Waves project. It is called Sun Zoo and the Wave God. And I don't know if you can see that right there. Yeah. So got the CD in. Again, it's 12 tracks, fully produced by by Future Wave. This is one of my favorite albums that has dropped so far in this year. So I'm really excited about it. Really excited about it. Happy to own, you know, the physical product of it. Nice. So yeah, man, you know, he's a Daniel Sun is a hip hop artist based out of Toronto. And I know what people are mm-hmm. gonna say when they think of Toronto, they think of Drake. But Daniel Sun, <laughs> it is is not Drake. This is if you like Conway, I know a lot of people mention this all the time when, when they talk about the show, how they listen to Conway. So if you like Conway, you like Benny, you like, you know, guys within that cloth, mm-hmm. that this is Daniel Sun is someone you should be checking out, man. This is definitely one of my, like I said, one of my favorite projects is only 10 songs. It is super dope. You can find it on all streaming platforms. Dope. Hell yeah, I'm man. about to get out of listen, man. For sure. Yeah, hell yeah, man. It's pretty dope, man. Then my second thing that I that that I got sent in the mail mm-hmm. was uh this is different. This is Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye from the West Coast. So if you guys don't know, Joel Joel Ortiz and Crooked Eye were a part of a group called Slaughterhouse, along with mm, Joe Budden. Okay. Along yeah, with yeah, Joe yeah. Budden and, and Royce the Five Nine. So oh, this wait, album, is this the one? Is this the one that was getting getting uh, a lot of press a few weeks ago? Yeah. So this okay. is the controversial album because apparently these guys are just breaking down the rise and fall of Slaughterhouse. And, you know, that's also the name of the project. So, you know, if you look, if you look on Twitter, if you're a fan of Joe Budden, Royce the Five Nine, any of these guys, you're definitely going to see that they've had long extensive arguments and everything about this album. So I say <laughs> it's controversial, but I decided to support it. It's also signed by, by Crooked Eye oh, and Joel Ortiz. So, you know, I, I, I opted for that option. I have a homie that, that was making fun of me for buying this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he was like, why would you buy the, the autograph, the, the autograph stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, yo, son, do you not like see under my bed that I have comic books signed by legends? Right. I was like, yo, he don't know for real, for real. Yeah, this is the, this is the comic book shit in me, man. Mm-hmm. This is like the comic, like I like meeting people and having them sign their work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dope. Um, so I, I listened to. I'm, I'm not going. Not going to spend too much time because I, I don't have no physical copies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I did listen to two dope albums, um, and both of them happened to be um, like collaboration albums. You know what I'm saying? The first okay. one that I checked out was. Um, uh, it just came out maybe last weekend. Was a uh, full court press. Uh, is Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit. Uh, Smoke DZA or something like that. Dizza, uh, Smoke, Dizza. Dizza. Smoke Dizza, yeah, yeah. And Girl Talk, um, real dope, yo. Like you, it definitely has uh, Big Crits feel on the beats. 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But everybody brings their unique flow to those to those tracks. You know what I'm saying? So it was real dope. I enjoyed it. It's uh 10, 10 tracks, only 31 minutes, but everybody gets busy on here. And I mean, I talked about Big Crit's last album, uh, that it was more so like if you've been a fan of Big Crit for a long time, like this was a nice mm-hmm. little switch up that he did. But mm-hmm. on this joint, on Full Court Press, he definitely gets back to like Big Crit style of rapping. Like he he's spitting on here. Um yeah. and I feel like I, I want to say, yeah, current currency is featured on the last track. Um, I love currency. Here. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, these guys. Man. Yeah, him and Wiz always always get down when they when they when they rock together for sure. Uh, so that joint was dope. Um, and the other one that I listened to that I've been listening to, like it's literally been like my soundtrack at work for the past like two weeks, um, is uh, D-Day. It's a Gangster Grills mixtape um, with Dreamville. You know, that's J. Cole's, you know, crew of rappers and singers. And man, they brought it on here, bro. They brought it on here. Um, there's the, uh, me and Kay were talking before we, you know, hit the record button, but freedom of speech man j cole just completely just shredded that joint um ari lennox man i just i love ari lennox <laughs> like she's yeah. just she's just she's so freaky <laughs> she's so <laughs> freaky and she and, and she talks a lot of shit man mm-hmm. and and she doesn't hold nothing back like i just love the fact that and she can sing her ass off like i just love how mm-hmm. she just em, just embodies like who she is as a person and, and puts it all in the music um earth gang uh you know that's my guys uh jid he killed it um on here on a couple of tracks uh boss we had a boss spotting i haven't heard him in a little bit and you know it was just amazing man those guys just do their thing um and it really just got me thinking about how uh we were talking earlier how the uh soul Quarians, uh, used to get down in the early 2000s with like D'Angelo and Erica Badu and Roots Crew and Talib Kweli and uh, Q-Tip. I think Q-Tip was involved with them as well. Um, yeah. Common and you know how they used to get down and also how like the Native Tongues how they used to get down back in the 90s man and just, just putting that conglomerate of dope artists together you know what I'm saying on one joint and then they all break apart and go do some more fire. I mean, yo, it it, it just reminded me of just old times, man. It reminded me of like like an old G Unit mixtape or or like an old Dipset mixtape or or, you know, like the locks Mm -hmm. and D block and those guys. Yeah. You know, it just sounded like a bunch of guys that just they just sound hungry. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, you know, you got you got DJ drama that that, you know that's bringing back the gangster grills. Like, yo, like I I I missed it I miss those days of yeah. Of you know what I'm saying, you know, artists being in album mode, and then you know, in between that album, they're gonna give you something else that's like an album, but it's not the album. But it gets you souped for it, and you know, you're yeah. hearing like just different things that may have made not have made the album, but sound good here. Right, right. I miss the days of those of those gangsta grills mixtapes, man. Just just hearing a, a just you know. Uh, um, a tandem of dudes just just going crazy, going man. In, man, and yeah, yeah, they they got it, bro. Like they got it. Every everything that, mm-hmm. that the Dreamville crew puts out, I I really enjoy. So I always try to talk about it uh, here here on our platform. Um, and they just they just beastly, man. And J Cole, man, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what 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 he been on, but. <laughs> Yo, he's Yo, on a this he's dude on a, is on, on a, a terror right terror. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on a, did you hear? I, I mean, yo, it started with Benny's album. Yep. It started with, with getting on Tana Talk Four. Mm-hmm. Um, he just put out a they just put out a song. It's Bia, the girl that had that song. Um, like I wear all my jewelry to the bodega. Oh yeah, like okay. Oh yeah, you yeah. But you they just yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So they did a song called called London. It's pretty. I dope. did hear that. Yo, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Just yeah, randomly, I think it popped up on my phone. Mm-hmm. And J Cole just just going bananas on that too. And yeah, I was just like damn. Yeah, I, and I, I like Bia too. You know, like I actually like you know like she's dope. Yeah, man, I think he must have just changed to like a vegan or something because that that boy sound hungry for real. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't know what type of water he's drinking. Man. Right, just, man. Man, I want to I, I want to sit. You know, he on that pause. alkaline. Yeah, man. Nine point five. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, this guy's just. He's just bodying everything, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying everything that he's been he's been doing, man. So yeah, I just I just wish I just wish he brought that energy to to his albums, man. Well, yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. I think he was still a little <laughs> humble on that last one, still. Yeah, like he yeah, went yeah. in on certain tracks, but I mm. still think he was looking at it from like the perspective of he's the third best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. and now I think he finally like woke up like man that day yo <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I want to be the, like the best you know what I'm saying yeah, like damn all that third like rank shit nah I'm going in so, oh yo and then damn yo before I forget my bad yo no you good but did you hear the the, the new Pusha T and Jay Z song I did I think I think his album's coming out soon because he did yeah, an interview with Charlemagne yeah but I did hear that he went ham on that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's produced by Pharrell and Kanye. I think they're the two executive producers of the, of the album. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's and he cool. was talking about how Pharrell wants him to evolve. He'd say he said he doesn't want him to be known as the mixtape rapper no more. That's what he told Pusha T. Uh-huh. So he's like, I want you to evolve. You know what I'm saying? And they kind of had like a little back and forth, but they like brothers. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, they, they yeah. have that. But then he's like, but then you got Kanye on the other side saying he wants to like give me bars, bars, bars. Like he's like he loves that part of what I do. So he's like, this yeah. is a crazy balance that the uh, that the three of them got going on on this album. So mm-hmm. I, I'm looking forward to because Charlamagne keeps saying that this is his best album yet. So that's dope. Yeah, I that's dope. Pusha, Pusha Man has been like one of those artists that like I like to hear him rap, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to like album time, it, I always just feel like he, he doesn't give enough for me to just wanting to keep going back. Not enough right, replay right, right. value, yeah. but he'll have like certain songs that mm-hmm. like I listen to a lot, and I enjoy this. And, and you know me, man. Uh, you know I, I like hearing Jay Z, man. Anytime yeah. I hear. Jay Z rap, it's a uh, it's a good yeah. time. You know? That was that was actually. I'm, I'm here man. for it. That was a real dope yeah, Jay again, man, just going in, man. As usual. Yeah, <laughs> as usual. I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, let's check out the melody, man. So go hit up some of those those uh, albums and tracks that we we talked about, man. You know, get your week going well or your weekend going well. You know what I'm saying with some dope music, mm-hmm. man. All right, guys, check it out. Okay, we got Winston's Wham back again as a sponsor for paperbacks and soundtracks. Listen, man, he's got the graphic tees, hoodies, lightweight hoodies, racerback tanks, regular tanks, baseball shirts, and even aprons for those people that think they know how to cook. Winston can at least make you look good. So definitely go check out Winston Wham on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them that your bottle boy sent you. Go get your drip up for one, two, seven days, whatever you're looking for. You know, he can put anything on the shirt, okay? He can put, if you're into comic book stuff, if you're into music stuff, anything, all right? Get creative, man. Send it in to Winston's Wham. Let them send you this stuff out. Shipping is very fast. It gets to you right on time. The quality of all the shirts and hoodies and everything that he's sending you is superb, okay? You can even iron over the graphics how many graphic shirts can you really do that with you wash it it stays bright and fresh no fade man so hit up winston wham let them know that Chibata boys sent you and uh oh yeah make sure you guys get one of those paperbacks and soundtracks t-shirts man while you're at it and uh go get whammed baby we're gonna jump into the breakdown now okay uh, we had we had a lot of stuff that took place over the time that we were, we were on break. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And, and, and I was going crazy in my head trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today. Um, mm-hmm. But then an article popped up the other day on CBR. I felt like we needed to talk about because every time we get either rumored good news about this movie or like solid like true solid news about this movie that we know we're going to see in this movie i want to talk about because it just has so many ups and downs so um on cbr i sent the article to you uh there's like a like a real big big solid (laughs) like rumor that namor is going to be like the main antagonist uh in black panther wakanda forever now the person that that answered this tweet or whatever (laughs) he probably got fired after this because i'm sure marvel if this is true i'm sure marvel didn't want this news out but Mm -hmm. it made me feel good you know what i'm saying it made me feel good because you know 
Namor and uh, you know his people in 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 Atlantis and Wakanda. They they have a lot of history uh, in mm-hmm. the comics, and you know it's two kingdoms going at it. Um, and I I really wish you know T'Challa would have you know be in this movie, but it's all good. Just the fact that we got these two great empires that could possibly be going at it just makes me feel very good and excited for this movie. Um, that's going to be coming out what the end of this year or next or early next year? No, early it's coming out in November. Oh yeah, this year, yeah, November, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, man, I can't wait, bro. So how how do you feel about this Namor news, bro? Uh, man, you know Namor being one of the first Marvel characters, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's dope. I think it's time for him to you know come in. Um, I haven't read much Namor to be honest. Um, so you know, to anybody out there, the OG riches and and all you fine folks that listen to paperbacks and soundtracks, please, man, give me some some Namor reading recommendations. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited because, you know, with Namor, I'm excited to see him in the movie. I'm, I, of course, I'm excited to see Black Panther. You know, with with all the rumors and mm-hmm. innuendos and different things going on behind the scenes, front of the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. protests, non-protesting, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. <laughs> yeah, vaccines COVID. and all that. <laughs> COVID, vaccines, injuries, people not drinking the right milk. Getting arrested know. at the bank. Yeah, getting arrested at the bank. <laughs> almost child. getting popped. Like, you know. sheesh. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see the movie, but then, you know, I'm also seeing the bigger picture. Mm. You know, Namor Talk ushers in, it. you know, Namor, like, this, all roads are leading to Fantastic Four. Yep. And, and, and this is... And mutants, mm-hmm. and this is this is the, the lane we're taking. And I'm on the scenic route, man. I'm on the scenic yeah. route. I'm looking out the window. I'm taking pictures of random things, random signs, right. looking at mountains, <laughs> wondering about trees, and seeing <laughs> eagles in flight. You know, so eagerly out there. Yeah, eagerly out there chilling. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited, man. All roads yeah. lead to the Fantastic Four, man. Absolutely, and I, absolutely. And and K is here for Fantastic Four. I hear you. I hear you. It's yeah. like, you know, we get, like you said, we got the fan, you know, Rhodes are leading the Fantastic Four. I also think, you know, I added in the mutants because, you know, with Doctor Strange coming and, you know, Professor X supposedly going to be in there somehow in some form or fashion, you know, Wanda. And it's just like, you know, and Namor is a mutant, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. we're getting these little sprinkles of that as well you know as well as you know hints of the fantastic four so it's like marvel really knows how to play this game you know what i'm saying yeah. really nobody really, bro nobody plays it better man bro right. and feige yeah. we trust man yeah. and yeah, feige we trust it. you've been saying it for for over 60 episodes <laughs> <laughs> absolutely man and feige we trust man yeah it's like bro if you see that man walking in, in the street you bow to him you kiss whatever ring is on his hand mm-hmm. yeah and you know now that i think about it bro may, maybe that maybe they dropped that hint on purpose like maybe that person that tweeted that answer probably didn't won't get fired because you know nah. with, all, all, with all the news that's been coming around Black Panther, <laughs> they need something that's going to get people excited to be in there, knowing that everyone really wants T'Challa to be back in the movie um, and mm-hmm. be back, you know, not to not exist. So I think they had to figure out they got to figure out a way to to play that game where they can get people. Because the name of the game is get asses in seats. So absolutely, and I mean Marvel does that very well. But for a movie that was beloved, like you know, with like Black Panther, and to have your lead, your leader, you know, pass away in real life, you know, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. But they got to figure out a way to build that up. And I mean, we've all been, you know, thinking Namor from uh, what was it Endgame when uh, mm-hmm. when uh, Okoye was saying that there was you know, earthquakes in the ocean, you know, in, in Wakanda and stuff. So everybody automatically started thinking about Namor from then. So, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, that too. I mean, early rumors, they were always saying that Namor was going to be the bad in this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I don't feel that that in turn, you know, lost any, lost yeah. any privileges yeah. or lost any, 
any job or you know is not eating this week you know right. so <laughs> he's still I, I yeah. feel like he's still able to pay his bills yeah you I, know? Feel, I feel um, like Kevin Foggy might have been sitting next to him when he hit tweet and gave him a little like, wink like, yeah, yeah. nah he was doing the he's doing the the, the, the baby the, the, Mr., the Mr. Burns oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, he yeah. was doing one of these, rubbing his palms. He was like, "Do it, do it now." Right, right, yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, so I'm shout excited, out to him, man. man. Yeah, I mean, we man. got we got Riri pop, Riri Williams is gonna pop up in that. You know, Ironheart. That was one of my favorite stories a couple years ago when that was out. Like, come on, man, Namor, everything, man. I'm just I'm just super excited about this. And then it's like we still got, you know, Ryan Cougar still has that deal with Disney. You know, for mm-hmm. those shows, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, ah, you know, so it's like we're finally getting somewhere with this thing, man. So I'm excited. Oh, shout out yeah. to Winston Duke, you know, uh, uh, Mbaku, because mm-hmm. we, we talked about this a few months ago about the uh, the Spotify uh, scripted podcast, the Batman joint. Mm-hmm. That's actually coming out mm-hmm. soon. And he, oh, yeah. he's going to be voicing uh, Bruce Wayne. So. That's real dope. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. But man, man we See, broke yeah. that. Everybody yeah. finally catching up to the news. The Chibata boys broke that a long time ago, man. Y'all better get with yeah. us, <laughs> bro. Number one, look at what they're doing, man. Yo, I dropped that little idea oh, a couple yeah. years back, man. <laughs> bro, look at look at this, man. Mbaku getting some some podcast money, bro. You know, all you we, we got we got a these... little pebble in the lake. Yeah, drop the pebble in the river. I dropped the pebble. Yeah, I dropped the pebble and caused the tsunami. Apparently, big facts, big facts. <laughs> Y'all, I, I, it's, it's documented that it's here. Yeah. Go back. It is early documented. Episodes. Yeah, you go back. Go back, I, yo. I don't remember the name of the episode, but I remember. Was it just me or was Frank there? No, nah, I think it, it was, was me. It was just that you. Was just that was our first yeah, interview, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. That no, was that, was the the second one, second that was the second one. Second okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was just you though. It was just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Drop dropping bombs on 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 the show, man. But yeah, uh, man. yeah, so shout out to Winston Duke, man. Getting to getting that ciabatta for real, for real. Um, so speaking of Marvel, I know uh-huh. we just gave them a hell of love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we gotta look at the other end. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of those mm-hmm. people that that look at both ends of the spectrum. Well, let's and- put it this way: Marvel Studios and Marvel Comics, two different beats. So, yes, so Feige, so Feige, Feige, we still trust. We we definitely do, we definitely yeah. do. But y'all got to start paying people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to start yeah, paying yeah. people. So my mm-hmm. question really uh, is: Well, let me tell you what's going on first. Joe Casey, um, he is one of the creators of America Chavez, and what he's basically saying is uh, the the money that he was either offered or not offered. Uh, it still hasn't been, you know, stamped on by Marvel yet, so we don't know for sure. But what he's saying is he ain't getting he ain't getting no ciabatta uh, outside of the pages that he did when he created America Chavez. Um, so that means like toy money, video games, movies, all this money that America Chavez is going to be bringing in because she is a, one of the fan favorites. Uh, he he's not seeing any of that, you know, in a big check form. So. Mm-hmm. You know, my question really is, uh, you know, us as fans who go and see these movies and support these movies, knowing damn well that the real creators of these characters aren't really getting any Chibata back for it. Is Marvel officially at a level where they just can't be canceled? You know, the reason why they can't be canceled, man, it's it's the deals that these guys sign. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like I think that. You know, obviously, you know, I'm sure when they signed these deals, they didn't think about they didn't think about the long run of movies, video games, toys, different things. I think they just said we created a character. Marvel wants to put it out. You know, we don't know what's going to happen with this character. Mm -hmm. You know, you signed the deal, you know, like. You should, like, I think all people, you know, signing deals, you should, you know, read the fine print. Right. Absolutely. You know, if you, if you signed your name on that paper, you know, in business, like, dude, dude, yeah. you know, you knew what you signed up for. Yeah. Nah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But yeah. it's like, how can, and I mean, the way he put it in the article that I read, I want to say it was on CBR as well, mm-hmm. um, is like, he's speaking up because 
he he wants things to change in that in that way like he feels mm-hmm. like the the writers and the artists should be getting you know a little bit more and he he was he said he was not going to say anything but he felt like mm-hmm. he was doing his his fellow creators you know he wasn't doing them any justice by not speaking up and not saying something mm-hmm. and putting it on the on the forefront so it's like how how do they figure this out you know what i'm saying cuz mm-hmm. i mean look how much money spider-man was making bro like that i think they think they finally took spider-man out of the theaters maybe a few weeks ago but my god yo that mm-hmm. made billions of dollars <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that that's the thing i wonder like why is it that they just it, it, Bro, you made billions of dollars. What's one million? Exactly. You know, like why? But then you know that's the thing too. Remember, remember I sent you that that article about the creator of Rocket Raccoon and how yeah. they actually they actually paid him. They actually yeah. like gave him like great bread. I think mm-hmm. Bill Mantlow. Bill Mantlow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember the article. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So I remember they actually paid him, and he was actually able to like he was having like like. A lot of like um health problems and they were actually able to help him you know they actually gave him money to you know like you know at least you know be comfortable in his last days man. right and you know they, they broke him off ciabatta and i just wonder you know why aren't they doing that for everybody else but I, I again i think it just comes back to like was was miss america i think was the name of the comment yeah yep did they oh actually, no! Her, wait, her, you mean her? Um, her her debut? Comic oh, it was or? just America. It was just America. It was yeah, just America. Yeah, yeah. And then and was that he, ever like he the, did? He did her. He did her first appearance though in that Vengeance book. That's where he. Right. That's where he started off at in that story. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, was that like the number one book at one point in time? Did that? I mean, does he have like the like the sales figures got numbers to, to actually it. demand that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I mean, he said he got paid for the pages. You know what I'm saying? Like he did get paid for those those the page the work that he did as far as the comics go. But you know, man, once you start seeing them them big numbers coming in, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, y'all mm-hmm. could have broke me off a little bit of something, something. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all yeah. using every piece of the design that me and the artist came up with. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, and y'all talking about five thousand dollars or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's wow, yo, that's hella wild. And apparently, apparently, that's the standard. Yeah, and that's so the crazy it, part. Yeah. That's the standard. But then it, it brings me back to Rob Liefeld, and I'm wondering about the deal that he signed a long time ago, because he's still able to draw Deadpool. He's mm-hmm. still able to put out art of Deadpool. Anything Deadpool, he's a hundred percent behind it, and everything. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine that he's doing that for free. No, absolutely not. He doesn't. Yeah. He, he just doesn't give off. I'm working for free type of vibes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, like, yeah, he doesn't give off those vibes. Like he'll get on Twitter and just start slandering people quickly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he's not. He sl- like he's, he's the type guy. of guy that, that that'll slander his employee and they'll still right. put out books by this guy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't seem like that type, but. I don't know, man. I feel like the only way I'll be honest with you, I think the only way that can anything will ever change as far as like the payment that these artists and and writers receive, I think the only way that's going to change is if the fans are the ones that start saying something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's the only way because Marvel does not want to lose that fan money you know what i'm saying like they don't want to lose out on that way so the only way these artists and these creators and all this stuff get respect is if if the fans are the ones that stand up to to marvel and be like listen we might not support this movie you know what i'm saying and i hate to see that because i want to see all these movies but you know it's like the big picture is these guys you know sit locked into a room like i mean i've been trying to get sanford green on this show forever you know and mm-hmm. He says the same thing every time. Like, yo, I, I hit me back in a couple weeks. Like, I'm behind. <laughs> like, big time. Yeah. And then he'll post yeah. stuff on his Instagram, like, pages amongst pages amongst pages that he just did, you know, over the, the course of, like, three weeks of work that he has to turn in, you know? So, mm-hmm. and then he has, you know, artwork that people are buying from him that he has to do. So, you know, these dudes be slaving away, man, trying to get, just trying to get some 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 nickels and pennies. You know, yeah. so. no, and I understand that too, and that's the thing too. So, it, 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 again, you know, it, it for fans to get behind it. My thing is, is just that 
the comic book reading community mm-hmm. is so small compared to the movie going community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like to get the movie going community to care about these pages, yeah, and these books, are, and yeah. what's going on, what's going on with these characters. That's few and far in between, man. That's yeah, tough. I think guys like that, they just have to, you know what they have to do? They just have to, I hate to say it, I don't want to say suck it up, but I would say more like, you know, bro, start going to these cons again and start advertising yourself as, you know, the creator of America mm-hmm. Chavez, the creator of, you know, X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you gotta, you kind of just gotta, I guess, more or less do the footwork, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man, that's wild, man. I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully those things change, you know. But it, it just sucks to see another creator, you know, be, uh, you know, especially both of us. Like, you know, I'm not a comic book creator, but you know, I I'm a content creator. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you create, you know, comics. You create magazines. So just knowing that your work is you're going in super hard on your work, and then somebody can, you know, just pay you, you know, want to just give you five Gs and they go make a billion. That I know that has to burn bad. Yeah, know? no, no, no. I, I I could understand. Yeah, like the frustration in that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. but at the same time, I think now, bro. I think when it comes to these creators, I, I feel like just in general, bro. Most people realize that you know when you sign with with Marvel and DC, you know that pretty you pretty much know what you're getting yourself into. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I think it, it's like. You know, to be honest, bro, they don't need. They won't even pay Kirby. They won't even pay uh, Dicko and, the, and them. What makes you think they're gonna pay right, Joe man. Casey? Right, right. <laughs> nah, you're right. You said a word right there, yeah. bro. That's yeah, man. They right. won't even pay. They won't even pay Kirby, and and Kirby's the reason why we go to these movies. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? We're gonna put a stamp on on on, on the breakdown with that one right there, bro. Uh, so yeah. we're gonna take a break right here. We'll be back with reads of the week. Uh, so before we do that, just make sure you go hit that subscribe button on everywhere where podcasts are found: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, we hit the YouTube channel. Hit Google Google Podcasts, Audible, uh, Stitcher, all that good stuff, man. Go hit all those platforms up. Whatever one serves you, uh, you know your daily podcast. Go follow the paperbacks and soundtracks show on instagram and subscribe man and we're gonna keep on keeping on man this is episode 101 you know so we back we back with vengeance man so we want to take a quick break right here and we'll be back with reads of the week after this And we are back. This is the Paperbacks and Soundtrack Show. We are the Chibata Boys, and you are listening to Reads of the Week. This is when me and Kay talk about some of the books that we read over the week, and uh, we thought it was dope. We want to bring it to you guys, so you guys go check them out as well. So, as always, we're going to have Kay kick us off. My brother, what you got? All right, man. So, again, man. The treasures under the bed are extremely bountiful, (laughs) you know, and today is just a perfect example of that. I'm going with Daredevil 131, the first appearance of Bullseye. I gotta get this better. (laughs) So we're going with this, man. You know, it starts off, man, with the the Daredevil. You know, he, he finds a crew of guys that are just, you know, just called the Rocketeers. They're, you know, mm-hmm. stealing. They're getting, you know, getting into crime and mischief. And, you know, the Daredevil is there to stop it. You know, in between that time, you know, after stopping the crime, a police officer comes up to him and says, hey, you did a great job. The DA of New York wants to speak to you. Now, I guess in a previous issue, there must have been some type of election for DA that mm-hmm. I guess, you know, Matt Murdock ended up losing. So you know he's chilling with the with the with the with, with, with the DA who's congratulating him, telling him what a wonderful job he's done, what he's doing, and he's happy to work side by side with him. Nice. So then, in between that time, you know, we shoot over to a panel where we just see a paper airplane just flying in the New York City sky, 
you know, and it crashes right through. Ah, Mr. Honeycut is his Mr. name. Honeycut. Mr. Honeycut. So boom. <laughs> so so the uh, the paper airplane that I was just talking about crashes through his window, ends up crashing through a window, a paper airplane. Yeah. Right through a window. Mr. Honeycut reads a note and it says, "Pay me a hundred thousand dollars or I will kill you." Bullseye. Oh snap! So man, he's like, "Who the hell did this?" This guy's like, "Who the hell will play some sick joke?" In comes Bullseye right in the in the office. Yeah, comic books, man. How this always happens? Yeah, always how, how how did this how did this guy you know how did he you know time that so well? Right. You know? <laughs> but anyway, man. So he ends up you know slicing him, putting something through his neck. Dang. Throwing something, you know, a little dagger of some sort, right through my man's neck. Didn't even get the the big chibata. Right. Then you know we go to another panel. You know Matt Murdock, you know being the lawyer by day, daredevil by night kind of guy that he is. You know he's sitting down hearing complaints from you know this housing development. You know where they're complaining about different things, roaches, mm. rats, you name it. Think of your New York City problems. This is what's going on, man. So then you know. Daredevil ends up, you know, finding out about the murder of Mr. Honeycut. What a name. Who thinks it's a great, it's a name? Great yeah. name. Yeah, sidebar names, you know. So <laughs> then so then there's a reporter there who informs Daredevil. He's like, Yo, I got some information. I haven't shared it with anybody. Ends up breaking down the origins of the bullseye. Bullseye was, you know, in a war uh, I think in the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up almost getting captured by the, you know, the Viet Cong, as they called them, during that time. His gun ended up jamming, ended up using the gun as a weapon. But he just broke it down, man. And, you know, Daredevil and Bullseye end up meeting and they end up fighting in the middle of a circus. And then that's how the the issue ends, man. (laughs) And it's just that Bullseye and the guy also stated that Bullseye just wants attention and, you know, he wanted to kill that Mr. Honeycut, because you know he wanted people to fear him and pay him. Basically, right? right. Comic books, man. Comic, comic books. books. Comic books. <laughs> Gotta love them. <laughs> Gotta love them, man. Right. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. Um. So, all right. The first book I got, I'm going with uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight. This is issue one. Uh, I'm gonna say this is the third volume of the White Knight series by Sean Murphy he does the writing he also does the artwork um, and Dave Stewart does the coloring like got a dope little picture of Batman Beyond in the back there but um, so he, he puts in a lot of work and a lot of time into these comics man and I enjoy them and they're you know I'm an Elseworlds type of guy so I enjoy you know these stories uh, you know go check out on the trade block you will find that out um, when I talked about a couple of different Batman stories but you know with this one uh, they didn't waste any time jumping into this one because uh, if you've been following the story uh, from White Knight and Curse of the White Knight, those two volume one and two, uh, you know that Batman is in jail. Uh, he's been, and in this story, he's been in jail for a few years now. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah. And, and people also know that he is uh, Bruce Wayne. So they uh, they know the identity of, of a Batman and everything, uh, but the way this story starts off, you got Terry McGinnis. He's looking for you know some uh, this Batman tech. Somebody has him on a mission. The guy you can see the guy. He's in he's in his ear and he's directing him to where to go to find this Batman tech. The tech, of course, we find out is the Batman Beyond suit. So he finds this suit. Uh, you know, a bunch of cops and stuff roll up on him. So he puts the suit on and we all find out that the suit has these, you know, these abilities and all that stuff. Cool. So that's, that's how the story kicks off. But the other thing that they do in this story that I found very interesting was they changed the history of Robin of uh, Batman's, you know, sidekick. Uh, they switched the order around. So in this storyline, in this world, Jason Todd is the first Robin. And, oh wow! Uh, he still becomes uh, Red Hood and everything, uh, and he still has that like that edge to him and all that stuff. It didn't change too much of that, but he did. You know, he is the first Robin in this one. Uh, Dick Grayson is in this story as well, um, and, but he's actually a cop in this story. Um, oh, so he's not Nightwing. He is Nightwing. He was, or he was Nightwing, but now he works for he works for Gotham PD essentially now. Um, wow. He left. He left okay. that superhero life 
you know, in the past. But it's crazy, okay. you know, because like I said, I don't want to go back in the history of the story, but it, like this, you you take a you take a nice little journey to get to this point where, mm-hmm. where Dick Grayson is now a, a police officer. Uh, but Jason Todd actually works for the police as well, uh, but he is a, a, a corrections officer. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and and he's in jail with Batman. You know, he's in the jail where Batman mm-hmm. is at. So you know, you got a lot of stuff going on there. Uh, also, what's dope about this story is you get a first appearance of a character in this story. We get a new Robin that is working with Red Hood, so that's really cool. Uh, the other thing that you get in this story is uh, Harley Quinn and Joker. Uh, in the in the White Knight story, he was his name is uh, Jack Napier. Um, but he has like a split personality type of thing. So sometimes he's straightforward and, you know, this wonderful guy and then he'll flip and turn into Joker. There's something that happens to him in the other stories. I won't get into it, but him and Harley Quinn have kids. She has twins. Now we find, we, you know, we, we get the first appearance of twins in the old story, but now they're older um, and they're starting to find themselves. And one of the daughters is starting to take on some of the habits of of um, of the Joker, uh, so she's kind of like flipping back and forth, and is you know has some of these mood swings and all that good stuff like that. So we're you know we're starting to see some character development with those kids, and like I said, Bruce Wayne is in jail right now, um, and, and something crazy happens at the end of the story, but. It is a dope story. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, Sean Murphy definitely puts in, you know, some good work when it comes to these stories and everything. So I, if I were you guys, I would definitely go check out uh, Batman Be- Beyond the White Knight. It's a dope story, dope artwork. And it's probably only going to be about six issues. So nice little miniseries. So, wow. yeah, that's what I had for the first one. Okay, what, what you got for your next one, brother? Nice, man. My second one. These were both in the same box, which is pretty dope, man. <laughs> so I got Marvel Team Up, Spider-Man, and Ant-Man, which is which is this is one of my favorite covers. It's just this yeah. really dope, dope Taskmaster cover. He's about to step on, he's about to step on Ant-Man. It, it, it's just <laughs> yeah, so it's dope, man. Good. I believe it's either his second or third appearance. It oh. does say it does reference um Avengers 195, which is the first appearance. And then it says 196, which I think, which is the second appearance. So this would make this the third appearance, man. So it starts off, man, with, you know, Scott Lang. He's, he's you know, working away on, on something. You know, he's fixing something. And it turns out that he shrunk into his daughter's ROM toy. Remember ROM? Yeah. The robot ROM? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he shrunk, he shrunk himself into the toy to fix the toy for his daughter. And, and then, you know... He ends up getting visited by a guy that he was in jail that he was locked up with named Gus Sweezer. Mm-hmm. You know, so Gus puts him onto a criminal, uh, yeah, Sweezer. What you know, these names, man? Honeycut, Sweezer. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. So he he talking he's talking to uh to you know Scott Lang and he's like, yo, you know, I'm a part of this 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 little school in, in the in the city. He's like, you know, they're teaching you how to be a criminal. He's like, they pay you, they put you up, they give you lodging. He's like, if you, you know, go on a caper and don't make anything, they still pay you for it. Everything like this. Well, he's basically telling them, man, he's giving them this, like, sweet deal. And basically, Scott Lang is like, hey, unfortunately, I don't do that anymore. He's like, I'm a good guy now. He's like, I've made a turn in my life, and that's not what I'm a part of. Man, so, you know, his boy Gus Sweezer ends up leaving his house, ends up getting hit by a car a few blocks later. Mm-hmm. Man, so, you know, it's just all this crime. So now, yeah, yeah. So crime in the city at this point has stopped completely. Uh-huh. And Spider, you know, and J. Jonah Jameson sends Peter Parker to take pictures and he's like, find out what the hell's going on, where are the criminals, everything. So Spider-Man ends up finding, you know, this location of the school, obviously, mm-hmm. ends up spying on everybody, seeing all the guns, seeing all the art, you know, the army of guys. And yeah, man, ends up finding out, you know, that the Taskmaster is the one that's running this school. 
you know, Taskmaster uses Spider-Man as a as an example that basically saying like, yo, these superheroes, they trash, they no good, they not worth it, etc., etc. Right. So he just starts putting on his powers on display, starts ducking Spider-Man, starts, you know, doing doing what the Taskmaster does, just mimicking everything that he's seen and done. Mm-hmm. You know, he mimics Captain America, he mimics the Daredevil. He's, you know, doing Spider-Man things. Yo, just crazy, man. And then, you know, ends up losing the fight to the Taskmaster. And, you know, some criminals, these guys that are with Taskmaster, you know. But, okay, so now backstory, my bad. So the story that, you know, so Gus ended up, you know, telling Scott Lang about this place. Scott Lang ends up pulling up, ends up seeing that the Spider-Man is in trouble. You know, the criminals there, they have the idea of taking off the mask to see what Spider-Man looks like. And Scott Lang is holding down his mask. So nobody <laughs> so nobody will know the identity. Yeah. You know, nobody oh, will know the dope. identity of Spider-Man, which I thought was which I thought yeah. was pretty dope. I was like, yeah. that's dope. I was like, that's like dope. That. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know, the story goes, man, they just, you know, Spider-Man and Scott Lang, they just end up teaming up, man. Yeah. And they end up taking down Taskmaster and destroying the school and yeah, man. Dope. Dope. I, I like these stories. These these team up stories they're interesting, man. They, yeah. they they can be hit or miss, but some of them are actually really damn good. And this was one of them that was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed this one. It had the great art. You know, the art was done by Jerry Bingham, Mike Esposito on the inks, which is he's fairly known. Mm, yeah, I've heard that you name know? before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then the writer was Dave Michelin. Michelin. Yeah, Never I'm heard sure. of him, but damn, he wrote a really man. good story. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. But he definitely wrote a damn good story. And yeah. That cover needs to be awesome put on the cover. t-shirt. Yo, right? Yeah. <laughs> might have to hit, might have to hit my guy, you know, Winston's Wham for gotta this Gotta go one. hit up Winston's Wham. You know how he do it. He's back in the yeah. lab cooking up them shirts, man. So definitely go hit up Winston's Wham for paperbacks and soundtracks merch. Go hit him up for if you want some custom T-shirts, all that stuff, man. Just tell him that the Chibata Boys sent you there, man, and he'll he'll send you a dope T-shirt. You might want to get that 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 cover that K uh, has just showed off that joint with Taskmaster and Ant Man and Spider Man, all that stuff, man. You definitely need to go get that on a t-shirt yeah yeah man yo we gotta shout him out man apparently he's coming out with some some action figures man for evan yes, man, which is really yes. dope man yeah, those joints it's really amazing. dope look amazing him and uh weapon hex customs and uh our, our guy man old dog they uh they did a nice little collab on some figures and i think some pops as well um some funko pops so they did a great job with that man for sure yeah, man, I might want to have to. I might have to get in the running for this Ebony because I I, I want to yeah. buy the figures, but I want to know what it is that I'm buying. Yeah, you, you might want to call. You might want to call up uh, Winston and get that history of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I heard he that, that, that book goes. That book goes for, for some big Chibata apparently. Hell yeah, man! We can even get him on here and see if he wants to give us a nice little quick uh, history uh, of Ebony, man, and just post that up on the YouTube channel for sure. Yeah, that'd be dope. Hell yeah. Definitely push that too. Come on, I'll hit him up right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So, my my last book, man, I got uh, the uh, Infinity Gauntlet story here. Uh, This is issue one. Um, So, Kay was saying that this was from the Secret Wars, like whatever volume of the Secret Wars story. Yeah, the 2015, I think. The third volume. I remember yeah. they redid this stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. I remember reading the Secret Wars story because uh, I was reading a Miles Morales story that ended, and it ended with the the worlds coming together, and that's when uh, Earth sixteen ten came into Earth six one six, and all that mm-hmm. stuff like that. And and Victor Von Doom was basically like the world god, and all that stuff. Man, it was it was bananas. It was bananas. Um, but I have been seeing this story pop up a few times and I wanted to actually do this for on the trade block. I wanted to get the trade for this. Um, and then they started talking about Nova and all that stuff popping up eventually in the MCU. And uh, one of the guys from uh, Black Comic Lords, 
He's pretty spot on. They call him Father Time, but he's pretty spot on with some of his speculations. So he had said everybody should probably try and get this run, um, especially being that it's on the low low because one of these characters might pop up in, in that Nova situation. So I went out and just got the floppies. It was actually only 15 bucks for all of them. So I was happy. Got them on the on the. Wait, did you, get, you got them from the local spot or you? No, nah, nah, I got them on the bay. Got them on the bay. Shout out to the bay. Yeah, yeah, free shipping, so we good. You know what I'm saying? But oh, anyway, nice. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free shipping. <laughs> we, this was this was a good. Trust me, bro. I, when I saw it, I was like, I'm getting it now. Ain't no, ain't no thinking about it. I'm just gonna go ahead and get it. So, all right. So basically, this is this is like one of those elseworld stories, like I was saying, um, and it's following a uh, a black family uh, called. I'm probably gonna mispronounce their names, but I think it's uh, Backian Backian family. Uh, so it's a father, his two daughters and his father-in-law and essentially, uh, they're in this world. That's just, it's just doomed, you know, like it's just post-apocalyptic, you know, nothing good going on in here and they're just trying to survive, man. And there's these like bugs that attack, you know what I'm saying? That took over the world essentially. And there was just a huge alien attack on this world and there's not a lot of survivors left and so they're like eating dog food and just craziness man they have no powers they have no abilities they're just out here on their own um and the reason why they're pretty much on their own is because uh their mother she is part of the nova corpse and they were called to duty when the world was under attack um and as the story goes on you find out that they didn't win you know what I'm saying? And Overcorps didn't win. And now the family is, you know, left on their own with no protection. So, you know, you get like a little brief uh, background in the story. But after that, it just turns into straight action. Like things just get popping. You know, the, the aliens start attacking them and chasing them all through the city. You know, you got grandpa trying to get away and, you know, is not very successful with that. <laughs> but it, it's pretty crazy. But at one point in the story, um, the young, the the oldest daughter, she comes up and finds an infinity stone in in one of the it was like a dead nova, and uh, they, one of the infinity stones was just glowing in them. So she picks it up, and uh, next thing you know, these aliens start getting shot down around her, and she has no idea what's going on and how this is happening. And then all of a sudden, uh, a nova pops up. And that's how the story ended. So I'm wondering if this Nova could either be their mom or if it could be somebody else, you know, coming to save the day. But they were led to believe that no Novas survived at all. So it was a really, you know, dope read. Uh, the story is written by uh, Dustin Weaver and Jerry Duggan, who's actually a pretty dope writer. He's still doing stuff that's uh, pretty, pretty relevant today, like, like X-Men stuff and Wolverine stuff. So pretty dope writer. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to to uh, issue two. Um, there was also an appearance by um, uh, Thanos in this story as well. He's at the end of the story, right at the to be continued page. But I really enjoyed this, man. I'm happy that I got this. The books are in great condition. Story's dope. It read fast. A lot of action. So hopefully in the next story, we get a little bit more background story of of what happened and, you know, get a little deeper with this. But I'll definitely be talking about issue two next week, man. So that's my uh, other read of the week. The Infinity Gauntlet, number one by Marvel. Yeah, dope read, man. Dope read. So that brings us to the end of the show, bro. I know you guys are used to that check out the melody thing coming at the end. But um, like I said, we're going to be trying out a new format. Um, we usually give you like some some rumors and news and stuff like that with the music stuff, the music world and all that. But we're going to try and mix it up in the breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Like We'll do things like that. So the breakdown won't always be. Uh, comic book stuff related things and all that stuff it's going to be a mixture you know um and we're going to give you the check out the melody in the beginning of the show so you guys can you know write that stuff down and go check out some of those dope you know dope artists that are putting out some great music so we'll do that at the beginning of the show we'll hit the breakdown we'll do a mixture of comic book related stuff hip-hop news r&b news all that stuff put it in there oh we should have put this in there too before we go 
but yes, definitely go hit, hit hit the subscribe button, all that good stuff. But shout out to Silk Sonic, man. Shout out to Silk Sonic, winning the Grammy over there. Yes, the sir. R&D Let's song. go. Let's um, go. They put the pre-orders up for the vinyl on at Target. I think, it's, I think it's a Target exclusive. Like, man. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, they getting that Chabada, bro. So there's no way in hell that they are not going to do a second album. There's no way in hell they're not going to do a. Uh, yeah, a I'm party. sure they're working on it now. Hell yeah, I'm man. sure they're working on it now. The man. world has fallen in love with Silk Sonic, and your boy is here for it for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we definitely should have put that in uh, and check out the melody. But like I said, we're going to be you know changing some things up. The episodes might not be as long as they used to used to be. Uh, we want to get you guys in and out, get the info to you so you can go read these books, listen to the music and, you know, come back next week. You know what I'm saying? So Hell yeah. that's all I got to say about it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Hit, go follow us on YouTube. This will be a video on YouTube. I'll probably be dropping the video on probably Friday or Saturday morning ish. while y'all still laying in the bed? You know, you check out your boys on there. But the audio will be out on Thursday on all our platforms. So yeah, I'll, okay. You want to hit them with the message? We still we got it. We probably still got to go with the message, man. Uh, because yeah, I man. Heard, I, I, heard I, I was shutting sick. shit down in China. <laughs> really? Oh damn, yeah. man! I didn't hear about that, man. Because yeah. apparently, uh, when I was in Florida, bro, COVID did not exist, man. Oh, but yeah. yo, I gotta thank thank God that you know the one thing that I did fear was everybody traveling and you yeah. know in the midst of COVID, man. But mm-hmm. Thank God. Everybody on the plane kept their damn mask on. Right. That's what I'm talking about, man. So, you know, obviously COVID is still here. So these marching orders are still in effect, damn you. So, yo, mm-hmm. wear your mask. Yes, sir. Wash your hands. Most importantly, very importantly, extremely importantly, weather is getting nice. It is 70 degrees outside right now. Weather is starting to get nice. Spring is here. Summer is on the cusp. Is on the horizon. So, yeah, make sure, you know, little soap under the arms, little soap on the feet. Don't just let the soap from your legs just drip down because that's that's not sanitary and it doesn't work, damn you. So, wash your ass. Absolutely. We second that here. (laughs) Wash your ass, wear your mask. Because uh, shit is little deodorant, uh, little deodorant under the arm. Well, a lot of deodorant, a lot of deodorant. Because it's like it was ninety degrees here in Texas. It's time to put that extra layer. Jesus, yeah, it's time to put that extra layer of deodorant on. For sure. For well, listen, sure. man, we are out of here, man. We do what we need to do. Go check out those books. Go check out that music. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see y'all next week. Go hit up Winston Wham for that paperbacks and soundtrack merch. We'll get you a t-shirt made. All that good stuff, man. We see you guys next week. Have a safe week. And remember, you don't need superpowers to be a superhero. Peace.